Hey everyone, it's George from Blockchain TXP and today is the 12th of December 2022 and the month of December is definitely not looking good for the global cryptocurrency market. And in today's episode, we're going to be discussing some not so good numbers, particularly to do with DeFi, stablecoins and to be honest, the overall cryptocurrency market is not looking good at all. But today, we have some massive news of the legend Sam Bankman fried Now he's willing to testify and most likely this would be aired via YouTube and I'm going to be explaining and giving my thoughts on it. Now there's also currently a war going on on stable coins so we'll be discussing what the future of Tether USDT is in comparison to USDC and I very strongly feel that Binance USD is also in the mix so far as the war on stable coins is concerned. Now we also have some massive update regarding Crypto.com and they have released proof of reserves now this proof of reserve is a little bit different so this whole notion of don't trust verify is actually applicable and you as users can verify the funds. So I'm going to be discussing if you're a crypto.com user how you can go ahead and validate if crypto.com does actually have their funds. Now listen guys this week is going to be really important because the Federal Reserve Board will be announcing the interest rates. Now based on the last month's performance it is very highly possible that this interest rate would be relatively less but it's going to be really interesting to see what the interest rate hike is and what kind of an impact will that have on the price of Bitcoin and cryptocurrencies. What are your thoughts guys with the announcement of interest rate hike? Will the cryptocurrency market pump or will it dump towards the end of this month? So really critical information taking place on the 13th and 14th of this month. Now regarding UAE I have two news and the first news is about a partnership. So the news is Huapi partners with Tafabot and Tafabot is a Dubai based company. So I'm going to be giving some information about it and I'm going to be sharing my opinions and thoughts on that. And the second news which is published by a leading publication that is Cointelegraph has to do with Zogi Labs which is also based in Dubai and other parts of the world as well. So the news is Zogi token launches on Kronos, Binance BNB chain and Ethereum. So I'm going to be very briefly talking about that in today's episode. So let's kick start today's episode. Welcome everyone, it's Atim here in Dubai and you're listening to Crypto and Coffee at 8 where we cover job news and information pertaining to Bitcoin, Blockchain, Beyond Blockchain, Cryptocurrencies, NFTs, DeFi and Metaverse. And how the series of episodes under Crypto and Coffee at 8 works is we usually cover some top news and information pertaining to the price of cryptocurrencies, some major breaking news, occasionally short and sweet news as well. News that has an impact in the cryptocurrency world. The other two news and information is related to Dubai. UAE and Middle East in the world of Bitcoin, Blockchain, Beyond Blockchain, Cryptocurrencies, NFTs, DeFi and Metaverse. And this is followed by Ask Many Things series where you listeners can ask any questions from the cryptocurrency world. And every Fridays we have an episode called Metaverse Everything where we solely focus on Metaverse. So please check out those episodes as well. And the format for Metaverse Everything is completely different. And what I tend to do is I tend to publish a daily and weekly report via my LinkedIn. So please follow me on LinkedIn. My LinkedIn profile is in the show notes below. But before we get started today's episode, I have an important message, so check this out. Firstly guys, Startup OI is global one tech platform for tech. It offers global high paying tech jobs with flexibility in working time and location, global free tech events and tech networks to connect with global like-minded engineers. A brilliant platform to listen to the tech experts in Metaverse and to grab their insights. Now listen, all you have to do is download the app Startup OI. If you're using an Android version, go to Google Store and App Store for iOS devices. Alternatively, you can also click on the show notes below 
to download Startup OI. Next, guys, listen, if you're into fitness, if you're into adventure, if you want to do something wild but still want to keep your health in check, there is a new podcast in town, a podcast focusing on obstacle course race in the Middle East. The podcast is called Rise in the Obstacle Course Race. And Rise in the Obstacle Course Race podcast is a peer-to-peer community-driven podcast where they talk all about obstacle course race in the Middle East, from sandstorm to spartan race, from tough mother to desert warrior challenge, and also the government gov games, and quite a lot more. The podcast has interviews with athletes locally and internationally to get insights scoop on how athletes prepare for obstacle course race. In the podcast, they also talk about interesting stories on why they are motivated to do obstacle course race. And that's not all. They also plan to release seven NFTs. And these NFTs are no ordinary. These NFTs will represent every emirate in the UAE. And listen, guys, these NFTs are going to be absolutely massive. So do one thing. Go to Spotify, go to iTunes, go to any leading podcasting platform and search for Rise in the Obstacle Coast Race podcast. And finally, guys, not your keys, not your crypto. If you have dabbled with cryptocurrencies and now are seriously getting to protect your cryptocurrencies, there is no better way to protect it by using a hardware wallet. And this is where Ledger Wallet kicks in. And Ledger Wallets are hardware cryptocurrency wallets made by Ledger, a company headquartered in Paris, France. And Ledger's hardware wallets are multi-currency wallets that are used to store private keys for cryptocurrencies offline. And Ledger offers two hardware wallets, the Ledger Nano and Ledger Nano X wallets. They are world-class experts with extensive crypto security backgrounds. They continuously look for vulnerabilities in Ledger products in a constant effort to improve the level of security. Now, in today's world, securing these digital assets is a critical challenge. And this is where Ledger kicks in. So click the link below to buy your hardware wallet and support this podcast. It is a brilliant way to support this podcast. So what are you waiting for? The link is in the show notes below. Now, since you've taken care of that, let's look at the global cryptocurrency market. As of 12th of December 2022, and to be honest guys, the numbers are not looking good at all. There are a couple of matrix which are really concerning, particularly to do with DeFi and also the volume of stable coins. And to be honest, I wouldn't be surprised if this is the lowest matrix for 2022. Now let's kick start by looking at the global crypto market. It is at $846.79 billion. Since the last 24 hours, it is down by 1.02%. Now listen to this guys. The total crypto market volume over the last 24 hours is $27.18 billion and this is a ridiculously low volume. Now I'm not sure if you're in the gold market but looks like since the last month or so the prices of gold have increased and also people in UFC who have been talking about cryptocurrencies lately have been discussing about precious metals. So the talk of cryptocurrencies is gradually going down and precious metals is kicking up. Now, I'm not sure if you guys do actually watch UFC, but I do watch a lot of UFC and a lot of the podcasters, they used to advertise cryptocurrencies. But since the last week or so, rather than advertising cryptocurrency projects and cryptocurrency protocols, they are advertising precious metals related things. It looks like precious metals such as gold is definitely providing a hedge against inflation and possibly also during war times as well. Now let's look at what has happened in the last 24 hours. The global cryptocurrency market has increased by 14.36%. But look guys, the craziest matrix is the volume in DeFi. The volume on DeFi is currently at $1.83 billion. And to be honest, 
This just might be the lowest volume I have seen in 2022. The total value locked is $42.19 billion and make a Dow counts for 14.93% with $6.30 billion. Now, if you guys listen to other podcasts, Bankless is one of my favorite podcasts in the cryptocurrency space. And they were discussing that in order for DeFi, it needs to have at least 5 times to 10 times the volume of stable coins. And to be honest, right now the volume of DeFi is less than one tenth of the volume of stable coins. So really I'm not sure what the future of DeFi is going to be. Now I do understand that the Terra Luna collapse has gone down, FTX collapse has happened. But these are cases why DeFi protocols should actually shine. They should show the use case of DeFi. Unfortunately, DeFi is definitely not heading in the right direction. Now let's quickly look at the top 5 DeFi protocols. Keeping in mind the total value locked, Lido is at number 2nd with $6.14 billion locked, Aave at $3.79 billion locked, and Curve with $3.74 billion locked, and Uniswap at $3.51 billion. Now if you look at the volume of stable coins, this once again might be the lowest I've seen in 2022. So really I'm not sure what is going on in the cryptocurrency world. The total volume of all stable coins is down to $24.53 billion and later on we'll be discussing a war going on among stable coins and which stable coin will actually withstand time. Now, As of now Tether USDT accounts for $18.87 billion out of the entire $24.53 billion locked. USDC accounts for $1.48 billion and Binance USD accounts for $4.16 billion. And stablecoin accounts for 90.25% of the total crypto market 24-hour volume. So looks like December is turning out to be one of the worst months, particularly for DeFi and stablecoins. Now let's look at the market share. 24-hour trading volume and dominance between Bitcoin and Ethereum. Bitcoin's dominance is $326 billion and Ethereum's is way below the 50% mark of Bitcoin's market share. It is at $153.7 billion. The 24-hour trading volume of Bitcoin is $15.9 billion, whereas Ethereum is at $3.7 billion. And the dominance of Bitcoin is 38.56% and Ethereum's is at 18.20%. Now last week, guys, I was looking at the market cap of privacy-preserving protocols. And this week, what I'm going to be doing is looking at the market cap of the top 5 smart contracting platform. Ethereum is clearly an outlier and its market cap is $153 billion. Binance BNB is at $45.67 billion, Cardano is at $10.58 billion, Polkadot at $6.07 billion and Tron at $4.98 billion. Now my big question is, once Metaverse goes mainstream, what kind of an impact will it have to smart contracting platform? Will Ethereum still withstand time or will there be a smart contracting platform catered only to Metaverse? It'll be great if that thing happens on Ethereum, but considering the blockchain trilemma problem, I wouldn't be surprised, let's say 5 to 6 years down the line, there is a blockchain platform focusing on smart contracts catered only to Metaverse. And if that thing happens, I do have a feeling that that market cap will be dominating and superseding all of the top 5 smart contracting platforms combined. But what are your thoughts? Mention them in the comments below. Now let's look at the price of Bitcoin, the king of all kings. It is at $16,902 and since the last 24 hours it is down by 1.46%. 
since the last seven days it is down by 2.17%. Ethereum is at $1,246. Since the last 24 hours it is down by 1.95%. Since the last seven days it is down by 3.72%. Binance Coin or BNB, the price is $283. Since the last 24 hours it is down by 2.13%. Since the last seven days it is down by 4.39%. If you look at these prices, since the last 24 hours, it is definitely not looking ideal. Now, what would happen once the FOMC meeting takes place and Jerome Powell does announce the interest rate? What I think is the prices might temporarily have a moment. It could either go up or it could go down. Now, guys, let's discuss some massive news that is taking on in the FTX world. Now, the role model CEO Sam Bankman-Fried, or should I say former CEO Sam Bankman-Fried of FTX, is willing to testify on the 13th. So tomorrow, what I really urge you to do is go to Twitter and follow Maxine Waters. Now, she's representing the U.S. House Committee of Financial Services. Now, what I really do not like about this particular news is that both of them are from extreme left-leaning parties. So it's really possible that they are going to show a favoritism to Sam Bankman-Fried. That is because of his political affiliations and donation to extreme left-leaning party. But if you do want to get updated with the information, go to Twitter and follow U.S. House Committee of Financial Services. And this particular tweet does highlight tweets from Maxine Waters. There is a lot of back and forth conversation. If you read through the conversation, it looks like the conversation is so polite. And Sam Bankman-Fried did actually confirm that he's willing to testify on the 13th. Now, it's possible that he's most likely going to be testifying it via online and most likely this will be on YouTube. In the Twitter, he did specifically mention that he will try to explain on four things. The first one being FTX US solvency in American customers. The second that he's going to be discussing is pathways that could return value to users internationally. And the third thing which he's going to give us an explanation on what he thinks led to the crash and finally his own failings. So it's really critical to truly understand how this thing would work. Now, based on my understanding, this thing should be broadcasted live via YouTube. Now, look, guys, what I really urge you to do is rather than reading articles via mainstream media or listening to cryptocurrency influencers, go to YouTube, watch the entire yearing live. Now, I must say it is extremely painful because usually these yearings tend to last for a couple of days. There's a lot of questions and they're given a particular time limit to answer these questions. But if you want to get the right information, want to get updated, I would really urge you guys to go ahead and watch the entire yawing or once it is recorded, you can possibly listen to it at 2x the speed or 3x the speed but that way at least you know the right information because what happens is people tend to add and give their own opinions which surprisingly is completely different from what the facts are. So what I'm going to be doing is I'm definitely going to be listening to the entire yawing and I'm going to be giving my opinions based on what I feel is right but what I would recommend you to do is listen to the entire yearing, make up your own opinion. Now, the next massive news is about Crypto.com. And the news is that Crypto.com has released proof of reserves. And these proof of reserves are attested by Mazars. And Mazars is an accounting firm. Now, with this attestation, users can verify that the crypto assets are fully backed one-on-one -on, -one on the platform. And this is thanks to Sam Bankman-Fried. Now, Crypto.com has over 70 million customers worldwide and is an industry leader 
in regulatory compliance, security and privacy certifications and they have released an audited proof of reserves. Now does this mean that this is 100% genuine? Definitely not because it is possible that what if Mazars has given incorrect information. So the whole notion particularly when you talk about cryptocurrencies is don't trust, verify. Now what I must commend is that crypto.com has published a blog and in that blog they have given ways how you can even verify your funds. Now listen, this is only applicable if you are a Crypto.com user. So I don't use Crypto.com but if you are a Crypto.com user, go to the section where it says where you can verify the funds that Crypto.com actually has and this is absolutely brilliant. But as an industry, is that thing enough? I definitely do not think so because what happens is if Crypto.com artificially manipulates that data and shows you that information, so as an industry, I do think that we need to focus on proof of keys. Now, will that thing happen? I really doubt so. And last week, I did talk about Tim Draper, who is one of the Bitcoin advocates, does feel that as an industry, we as a humankind will be moving towards proof of keys. I really doubt that that would happen. And if that thing does actually happen, he predicts that the price of Bitcoin could touch $250,000. Now, what are your thoughts, guys? As an individual and as citizens of Earth, Will we be positioned to manage our own keys and not rely on cryptocurrency exchanges? It should happen, but will it happen? Extremely unlikely. Now guys, let's talk about some news regarding stable coins. Now listen guys, there's some massive work going on in stable coins. One thing which I've been observing, particularly in 2022, the volume of stable coins is low and it accounts for a majority of the chunk of the global cryptocurrency market. Now in September, we talked about Binance. What they try to do is they try to convert USDC to Binance USD because of which the volume of Circle USDC has been growing down. But what happened a few days ago is that Coinbase did publish a blog on its website and what they had planned to do is they are urging the users to convert Tether USDT to Circle USDC and if you were to do that, there will be no fees at all. But what would eventually happen because of this is that the transaction volume of USDC would go high and the USDT will go down. So if you are a Coinbase user, they have published a really critical blog called as Switch to the Trusted and Reputable Digital Dollar USDC. Now we also need to take into consideration when Circle USDC is talked about, Coinbase was one of the founding members of the consortium in which Circle USDC was created. Now the blog states stability and trust are the utmost importance to customers and fiat-backed stablecoins, that is cryptocurrencies pegged to reserve assets like the US dollar, provide customer stability and confidence during times of volatility. Now look guys, personally if given a choice between Tether USDT, Circle USDC and Binance USD, I would personally prefer Circle USDC followed by Binance USD and the last that I probably would trust or maybe not even trust at all is Tether USDT. So I kind of agree to what Coinbase is saying. And Coindesk, they have also published an article that states, Coinbase highlights questions about Tether reserves in the campaign to get users over to USDC. And on-chain data shows that USDT is the third most widely traded digital asset on Coinbase, representing 5% of the volume of the exchange. Personally, I'm not a fan of Tether USDT. And this is a theme that I've been echoing for almost two years now. Now look guys, the biggest Blackstone event in the cryptocurrency space 
most likely could be Tether USDT. If you are concerned about stable coins, what I would really recommend you to do is look at the volume of stable coins. Tether USDT often accounts for a majority of the chunk, not just in stable coins, but in the entire cryptocurrency volume. Now, could it be possible that Tether USDT is creating Tether USDT out of thin air, using that to buy Bitcoin? The theory is 100% right. Unfortunately, the backing or reserves by Tether USDT is by just pure paper. And I still remember the very first audit that they did was a one page document. It wasn't even a document, it was just a pie chart. And earlier this year, I did talk about Tether USDT. They did hire an auditing firm from Italy, and that auditing firm was eventually fined for a completely different audit for providing incorrect data. So this also goes back to the point of Crypto.com which I mentioned earlier. Just because they're having an audit does not make it 100% legitimate. As users, we need to make sure that the funds are in our hands. And this goes back to the very second line of Bitcoin white paper. The main benefits are lost if a central mediary or entity is required to prevent double spend. And Andreas Antonopoulos has always been saying, not your keys, not your crypto. Now guys, let's talk about two news regarding UAE. The first news that I'd like to talk about is a partnership news and this is between Huobi and Huobi announced via Twitter that they have partnered with Tafabot. Now let me try to give some information about, about what Tafabot is. Now Tafabot, the website is tafabot.com which is spelled as T for Tango, A for Alpha, F for Frank, A for Alpha, B for Bravo, O for Orange, tfortango.com. Now, what they tend to do is they help users execute smarter trades using different bots options suitable for bullish, bearish, or sideways market condition. And as the name indicates, they're working on bots and they are located in an iconic building in Business Bay, Dubai. What Tafabot does is they offer automated trading tools and are currently supported on 25 major cryptocurrency exchanges. Now, the information that I got via the LinkedIn page states that Tafabot brings over 30 years of finance, investing and trading experience into the cryptocurrency space and they are also focused more on blockchain services and they retweeted what Huobi Cryptocurrency Exchange tweeted and the tweet actually says that Tafabot becomes the first official broker partner of Huobi. So this is definitely big news and Tafabot provides what is today the world's fastest automated trading tool with a bot speed of up to 5 seconds. It is also one of the most diversified bot systems with bot options developed for optimal performance in trading bullish, bearish and sideways market condition. Both Huobi and Tafabot view this partnership as a strategic step towards improving the easy adoption of crypto and blockchain knowledge across communities around the world. Now look guys, if you are into trading and if you are working with bots, I would definitely recommend to give it a try and Sam Bankman-Fried for FTX was known for creating bots that actually helped him to become a billionaire, at least that's what we thought of. Now Samuel Benedict and Dr. Ovu, or called as Otubo Victor, has said that our primary motto, especially for now, is excellence and speed. We're glad that in just 50 days of going live, we have already closed a strategic partnership with one of the largest players in the industry. For us, it's reassuring that what we are doing is really having a noticeable impact. If you are into trading, I would definitely recommend to go and check Tafabot because they have different services such as the Martingale bots, DCA bots or daily cost averaging bots 
custom bots, grid bots, SIB bots, also called a smart investment bot, arbitrage bot, mirror trading bot, crypto signal bots, and quite a lot of other. And guys, apart from enabling newbie and advanced traders to set up bots on all major exchanges for the spot, futures in arbitrage trading, Tafabot was also built for house features like they also have their own wallets, they have game predict and win, and affiliate programs as well. It's an interesting concept, really, but I'm not a trader, so I definitely do not tend to use this. But if you are into trading, and if you want to make quick monies, even if the market is bullish or bearish, I would recommend to definitely go ahead and check this thing. Now let's talk about the second news for today, and that is Zogi token launches on Kronos, Binance, BNB, and Ethereum. So let me try to give some information of what Zogi token is. And this is published by Cointelegraph. Zogi Labs is a blockchain and gaming studio housing over 60 professionals with offices in Dubai, China and Pakistan. And what I found out via LinkedIn is that Bizogi Earth and Legends of Bizogia are intellectual property and trademarks of Zogi Labs Limited. And Bizogi Earth is a unique utility and deflationary ERC20 token on the Ethereum network. It's first of many developing use cases including Legends of Bizogia, a play-to-earn open-world MMORPG design with a unique rent-to-earn mechanism. It features rich, low, gritty combat and epic landscapes filled with adventures and explorations, so you can learn more about Bizogi app and Legends of the Bizogia at the website that is bizogi.com. Now, they also have a token called as Zogi token, and the ticket symbol is the dollar sign followed by Zogi, that is Z for zebra, O for orange, G for George, I for Indium, and Zogi token is an ERC20 utility token on Ethereum, Kronos, and Binance BNB chain. So essentially, it is a wrapped version of the primary token that is Bizogi with the dollar symbol in the front for its ticker symbol in the Zogi Labs decentralized ecosystem. So it looks like they are absolutely into everything. And the website for Zogi Labs is zogilabs.io, and the Zogi token is a wrapped version of the primary Bizogi token optimized for the Zogi Labs decentralized ecosystem. So from day one of the launch, Zogi will be available on Kronos, Binance BNB chain and Ethereum and they are rapidly boosting the exposure of the token which can now be wrapped and moved between chains instantly with very low gas fees using the upcoming Zogi bridge. Now Steve Murray, he is the CEO of Zio Labs has said, with the launch of Zogi on Kronos, Binance BNB and Ethereum we are taking a native token Bizogi to the next level by allowing users to wrap the Bizogi into Zogi and bridge it quickly and securely between chains. And Zogi expands our ecosystem to multi-chain and we expect to see massive growth and exposure given our dedicated community the flexibility they need to increase the utility of the Bizogi and Zogi tokens. At this point of time, I'm really not sure how big the community is, but in protocols and projects such as this, it all depends on the community. And if they have a massive community, and I mean genuine community, not bots, then this could be an absolute game changer. Let me try to give some more information on how the wrap and the bridging in Zogi Hub works. Zogi Hub acts as a portal for everything Zogi, and within the decentralized applications, users will be able to access all Zogi products in one place, with the wrapper and bridge being available first, and wrapping allows Zogi holders to wrap their tokens into Zogi at one-on-one billion ratio and Zogi can then be bridged to one of the new chains that is either on Kronos, Ethereum or Binance BNB chain using the fast and secure Zogi bridge. 
The bridge develop in-house gives Zogi holders total control over the bridging process, maximizing security and transparency with every transactions, letting customers bridge between chains with ease and comfort in a single click. And look at this particular project and protocol is more relevant if you have an extremely strong community, if you have dedicated people who are willing to play these games or these protocols across different blockchain protocols. Now, really, I'm not sure at this point of time how big the community is. So, if you are someone who uses this and if you're interested in using it across different protocols, let's say at Kronos, Ethereum and Binance BNB chain, most likely it might be a great thing. Now, let me try to give some information which is relevant for users of the system. The launch of Zogi gives current and new Zogi holders the flexibility to hold the tokens of three different chains as opposed to just one. With the goal of being agnostic, multi-chain Zogi presents holders with the following benefits, lower gas fees, enhanced flexibility, access to new ecosystem because each chain has its own unique user base, more chains to be supported in the near future. The only way to mint Zogi is by locking Zogi into the wrapped contract and Zogi can be unwrapped at the same rate so that users can read the benefits of both tokens. Now, personally, I don't use these tokens or protocols, so I really am not sure what to make of it. But once again, guys, if you're someone who uses this thing, make sure that you check if the community is massive and if the community is genuine. If that is the case, it definitely helps with better use cases and makes transition from one protocol to another extremely easier with its bridge protocol. So that's all for today, guys, on the Crypto and Coffee Update from Blockchain DXB. In case if you have any feedback or suggestions, please drop me an email to info.blockchaindxb.com and also check out my website www.blockchaindxb.com and also check out my website that is area2071.com that talks everything about metaverse. And if you like listening to this podcast, please click on the follow button, give it a 5-star rating and share the word across. Now for the next few minutes, it's going to be an Ask Me Anything series. But you listeners can ask any questions regarding Bitcoin, blockchain, beyond blockchain, cryptocurrencies, NFTs, DeFi and Metaverse. So let's kick start with the Ask Me Anything series. Hey everyone, it's George from Blockchain DXP. You're listening to the Ask Me Anything series. But you listeners can ask any questions regarding Bitcoin, blockchain, on blockchain, cryptocurrencies, NFTs, DeFi, and Metaverse. And remember guys, Monday to Thursdays, 8 a.m. to 8.30 a.m. we have Crypto and Coffee at 8, where we cover top news and information pertaining to Bitcoin, blockchain, beyond blockchain, cryptocurrencies, NFTs, DeFi, and Metaverse. And this is followed by two news and information related to Dubai, UAE, and Middle East in the world of Bitcoin, blockchain, beyond blockchain, cryptocurrencies, NFTs, DeFi, and Metaverse. And what you're listening to right now is the Ask Me Anything series where you listeners can ask any questions from the cryptocurrency world. And I have a question by Lainey who asks, could stricter regulations have helped prevent FTX collapse? Now, unfortunately, Lainey, stricter regulations would have not prevented an FTX collapse. Now, so far as FTX is concerned, you need to understand that FTX was not registered in US. It was registered all the way in Bahamas, even Tether USDT. It is registered in some remote island. And this is one of the drawbacks when you look at cryptocurrency and blockchain protocols. They are not registered in the countries where they are operating. Most often, they are registered in Bahamas or in Cayman Islands or in some remote place. And then they are operating to other parts of the world. Now, are they following the regulations in that particular area? And the answer to that most likely would be yes. 
but those rules and regulations may not be applicable let's say to us to canada to dubai to uae and other parts of the world so code stricter regulations have helped prevent ftx's collapse unfortunately the answer to that is no even if you look at the terra luna collapse even if they had the best regulations in place it thought could that still be in the same and currently what is going on right now is some kind of drama between ave car finance and there's a single trader who's trying to manipulate the situation and in this case he's making his transaction details completely open and he's trying to manipulate the given situation it makes perfect sense and unfortunately even future regulations will not prevent collapses such as ftx terra luna or any other areas because you need to understand alani that there are different rules based on different locations and notorious people do tend to find out some loopholes and the loopholes need not necessarily be rules and regulations related but loopholes in the system and so far as cryptocurrency is concerned and so far as cryptocurrency is concerned it's really hard to prevent any collapses but i do think lenny what as an industry what needs to be done is a better understanding of the technology and i hate to say this 90% of the people still do not understand the basics of bitcoin and blockchain technology and last week i did talk about one of the companies they were trying to solve the problems in the blockchain world but they did not even mention centralization that's how scary it is so as an industry lady i do think that we are far behind let's see even in comparison to the internet a lot of them still do not understand what bitcoin is one thing which i often say is once you truly understand what bitcoin is you will understand what it is not and blockchain as such does have very limited use cases now going back to your question and i'll try to give some points which is related to ftx collapse and that is to do with cryptocurrency exchanges now can there be strict regulations for exchanges 100% yes and this is where i do believe that dubai sovara that is virtual asset regulatory authority they do have some really strict regulations and they are also innovative and supportive of cryptocurrency exchanges from all across the world to move their headquarters in dubai but it still cannot prevent a collapse such as ftx and there's very high possibility that there are other protocols and projects that will collapse in the near future if you look at eos one of the biggest scams in the cryptocurrency protocols they raised 4.1 billion dollars and the protocol is pretty much dead and what they did with that 4.10 odd billion dollars they ended up buying bitcoin and they might be multi billionaires by now and this is what they did now there are two ways of looking at it you might say that they are extremely notorious or they are extremely clever paid their fines now imagine raising 4 or billion dollars and officially paying a fine to sec for roughly around 25 million dollars still an absolute bargain so to answer your question lane could strict regulations have helped prevent ftx collapse unfortunately no and most likely we will be seeing similar collapses not just in the cryptocurrency space but also in the blockchain space and i wouldn't be surprised pretty soon we'll also be hearing some collapse in the metaverse space and while i was preparing for this podcast i also read a post via linkedin which tried to connect cryptocurrencies with metaverse and listen lady metaverse does not need to be connected to cryptocurrencies whatsoever metaverse does not need to be connected with blockchain protocols as well now all of these blockchain protocols and cryptocurrency protocols are trying to get themselves connected with metaverse because of the hype now that's not to say that it cannot be connected cryptocurrency is a brilliant use case in the metaverse 
blockchain protocol is a brilliant use case in the metaverse but a metaverse does not need them metaverse could function on its own without cryptocurrencies and blockchain protocols or even without the whole web 3.0 protocols as well and every fridays i do release an episode called metaverse everything and i definitely quite often talk about it now, based on my understanding unfortunately central bank digital currencies make a perfect use case in the metaverse and this is purely talking about medium of payment and talking about medium of exchange and talking about the value of buying nfts in the metaverse now i personally am not a fan of central bank digital currencies but that would definitely prevent a collapse similar to ftx or terra luna or other protocols and this is keeping in mind purely the metaverse and the reason i wanted to bring this thing up is just before i was preparing for this podcast i did read an article which for no reason tried to connect cryptocurrencies and blockchain with metaverse so that's all for today guys on the ask me anything series on blockchain dxb in case if you have any feedback or suggestions please drop me an email to info@blockchaindxb.com and also check out my website www.blockchaindxb.com and also check out my other website that is area2071.com that talks everything about metaverse and if you like listening to this podcast please click on the follow button give it a five star rating and share the word across And remember guys Monday to Thursdays 8am to 8:30am we have Crypto and Coffee at 8 where we cover top news and information pertaining to Bitcoin, blockchain, beyond blockchain, cryptocurrencies, NFTs, DeFi and metaverse. And of the series of episodes on the Crypto and Coffee at 8 works is we usually cover some top news and information pertaining to the price of cryptocurrencies, some major breaking news, occasionally short and sweet news as well. News that has an impact in the cryptocurrency world. The other two news and information is related to Dubai. UAE and Middle East in the world of Bitcoin, blockchain, beyond blockchain, cryptocurrencies, NFTs, DeFi and metaverse. And what you're listening to right now is the Ask Me Anything series. Here your listeners can ask any questions from the cryptocurrency world. Thanks so much for listening guys and have a great day. Bye-bye.